All right, time for episode four of Spotlight Florida, the only podcast dedicated to Florida's premier talent, top athletes, entrepreneurs, and all-around cool people. And on this episode, we had the lead singer of the band Article Sound System. It's Logan Rex. How are you? I'm good. Thanks, Kurt. Thanks for having me. Of course. Uh, thank you for coming on. I'm glad we were able to get this going with the hurricane and all that. It actually worked out. Yeah, it wasn't so bad after all, at least not for us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, prayers out to the Bahamas for sure. Um, I know I saw you post a lot on your social today about uh, getting some supplies out there. So it seems like a lot of people are doing their part, and uh, hopefully we'll help them rebuild quicker. I know. It's, it's tragic that it had to happen, but it's inspiring to see people get together and do something nice for those in need. Exactly. Uh, so to start, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, where you're from, and then a little bit about your band, Article Sound System. Okay, um, well, my name is Logan Rex, um, and I was born and raised in Delray Beach, Florida. Um, that's where I live now. I bounced around a little bit and got to some other places, but Delray is a good spot to be, so it seems like I always settle back there. Um, I, uh, I just love making music since I was little. play a couple instruments, but um, an article, um, this project that I'm in right now that I'm very dedicated to and love a lot, is uh, I sing and dance around, which is really nice. But I don't play an instrument. Um, with that, um, we make reggae music. Um, we're a good little musical family. Um, and I've been playing with those guys for about two years now. Awesome, awesome. Um, so the one thing I love about, I think reggae is probably, it's right up there with country uh, for my favorite you know, genre music. And I put you guys in this um, quote-unquote American uh, reggae like scene. Uh, each band yeah. has their like own distinct sound. Um, how would you describe Article Sound System's sound? Oh, man. You know, I would say that um, we have, like, a lot of our foundation is based, like, in roots reggae. That's what we really like. But then um, we've got a really great keyboard player who lays down some killer synth lines. And so that brings us kind of to, like, a modern sound. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you know, um, there aren't as many females in reggae. So I think that uh, having a lady singer myself um, sets us apart a little bit. Although there's some awesome female reggae artists uh, rocking the scene right now. Yeah, I'd have I'm to certainly not alone in that. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I think um, having like a female lead, kind of like like you said, sets you apart. I know like I've seen Hyrie a couple times and she's awesome. So it's uh, oh my gosh, she's outrageous. It's, it's it is really cool to you know see and help you guys kind of step out. Uh, you mentioned you joined the band two years ago. Is that when the band started, or did you kind of join at a later date? No, so I actually I got super lucky. So um, these guys have been a band now for I guess like eight years. Chris and Fabian, our bass and guitar player, they started the band um, about eight years ago. And, you know, uh, article actually means, like, the real deal in Jamaican patois or, like, Jamaican slang. Mm -hmm. um, and Sound System is just, like, a collective of singers and musicians, so it's not necessarily a band focused on, like, one front person. So over the years, they had several different, um, I think they had, like, 13 different um, male uh, Caribbean singers okay. who fronted the band. Um, and so it definitely had that like Caribbean sound and the boys really dialed in like, uh, the foundation to what that music is all about, I think. Um, and then their most recent singer before me, um, a, a gentleman named Monsoon, who is a really killer stage, uh, stage act. He's amazing. Um, but he moved away and they needed somebody to fill in for a couple shows. I was, uh, neighbors with Fabian, our bass player, and he asked me to sit in with them. And I was like a little bit nervous because I didn't have a ton of experience mm -hmm. playing with a band. 
Um, but when we got together, and we actually we got together to record our single Crave You, which is a cover of the Flight Facilities tune. And you can find that on our Spotify. That was our first time playing together. So I love that that moment is kind of preserved where it is on Spotify um, because you can hear, like, the initial chemistry of the band. Mm -hmm. But I think we all just kind of looked around and we're like, oh, maybe this shouldn't just be a temporary thing. Like, we all get along really well. The music has, like, a, a it's not the sound that they were used to making, but it still sounded like something we all liked. Um, and then we just kind of took it from there. And now it's been two years, and we all just feel like a pretty tight-knit family, and I think we're all inspired by one another to keep making music and keep getting on stage and doing what we love. Yeah, definitely. And um, like I said, I saw you guys at Guanabana's uh, open for Brett Bollinger, and you guys have a lot of really good stage energy. Um, I know some bands oh, thank you. that are, like, really good. Like, you hear their music on Spotify, but sometimes it doesn't really transfer into, like, the live show. So I feel like you guys do do mm -hmm. that do that really well, um, and I, I think it just shows that chemistry with the band. So I was kind of surprised when you said only two years because it, it kind of does feel like um, you guys have been there, like you've been with them since the beginning because the chemistry is really well. Well, I think that like as a front person, I think that if your band is really tight, you just feel like you can do anything. Like you feel like you like you just feel so confident. And these guys have been playing together so long, and they're so dialed in. They're such talented musicians that I really feel so confident that any stage fright I initially had, mm -hmm. I was quickly, uh, I quickly overcame that because I just feel like a, a superwoman when I have those guys behind me on stage. It's really incredible. And did you have any experience with a band before? Like, how did they know to you know hit you up and see if you wanted to play with them? Um, you know, we had some mutual friends, and I actually had started a band like in middle school with a couple of my good guy friends. And we all stayed in touch, and we had, like, recently rekindled the band. Um, you know, about three or four years ago, we started just gigging out, and we were, like, just kind of like a party band. We'd play all these bars and all covers, but we, we definitely brought, like, a pretty wild scene out mm -hmm. with us. Um, and uh, no original music, so that was new to me uh, as of my joining article. But I think they had, like, seen, like, okay, all right, like, she, she can perform. We'll see if we can kind of uh, polish, into, polish her into something that we could work with. And I think that they've done a nice job with that. Definitely. Um, and you mentioned you got, you know, you started playing music when you were a little kid. Uh, how did you first get into it? Um, you know, I was, like, super nerdy, and I think that my parents were just looking uh, for me to, like, have a hobby. Um, so I, I think I, originally I started in choir. I think that was probably, like, my first experience mm -hmm. making music. And then started taking piano, um... And then I really gravitated towards uh, guitar. I gave, I gave drums a shot. I'm no good at those. But um, gravitated towards guitar. My guitar teacher became, like, my best friend. And I always looked forward to our lessons together. And I, um, it just brought me a lot of peace. It was like a, it's like a nice meditation, mm -hmm. making music. Um, and then, yeah, so I would just, like, sing and play guitar. And, um, but I didn't really start performing as a singer on my own until, I guess, like, the past five or six years. I was always really nervous to get up in front of people. And who would who would you say like some of your like biggest influences are even today when you're writing music and performing? Oh man, well I mean my family loves country music. My mom's from Texas. My dad spent a lot of time there, so they played me a ton of uh, like classic country when I was little. And Patsy Cline was like who I wanted to be. I mm -hmm. thought she was just the raddest. I still do. I think she's very cool. Um, so I like her, and stylistically, I like this. Uh, there's an old jazz lounge singer named Julie London, and I think I pull a lot of my influence from her. And then when it comes to 
to writing music, um, I don't know. I guess just, I mean, I feel like I have a pretty eclectic taste, as yeah. most of us do these days now that everything's so accessible. Um, I think country music being so based on stories and, like, telling, you know, telling your story, sharing your emotions, I really like that. And, um, yeah, and I think just the positive message of reggae in general. Yeah. Um, has inspired me to kind of carry on that as the foundation of our music. Yeah, so it might just be like a kind of collective, you know, group of artists over the years that's all kind of come together, which makes your sound yeah. today rather than just like one certain person. Yeah, I would say that. And I mean, I definitely, and I I, I definitely love Gwen Stefani, like early Gwen mm -hmm. Stefani. I just thought she was the coolest being like the only girl in this like all-male band and just like getting up there and like rocking it on stage and there was like one point I think last year where I looked in the mirror and I just like bleached my hair and I was like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> I think that I've taken more, uh, more out of her book than I realized until just then. I was gonna say I, I get some Gwen Stefani vibes uh, just from listening to the to the band and stuff. So uh, it's funny you brought that oh, up. Oh well, thank you, thank you. I'll take that any day of the week. Uh, switching gears a bit, you guys just got back from your first tour with the Hip Abduction. How'd that go? Uh, how's life on the road? Oh, it's amazing. I mean, we've gotten a tour around Florida, and we've been, like, really well-supported by Floridians. There's great little scenes and all these pockets all over the state. But to get out of the state felt like a huge milestone for us. Um, and, I mean, the hip abduction puts on such a killer show. Like, every night I was just right up front fangirling, um, which I don't know if that was the coolest look. But, I mean, their music is so good. Mm -hmm. and uh, they just bring so much energy out with them and really set a vibe when they make music. So um, we had a great time. My biggest worry was, was like, all right, I'm going to be living in a band. It was like, you know, we all get along really well, but anytime you spend that much time with people, there's always a risk of wanting to kill each other. And everybody pulled their own weight, and we all got along super well. And I can't wait. We're actually going back out on the road uh, in October for about a month with uh, Ballyhoo and this band Fayuka. And we're starting in, like, the Midwest, and we're going to mm -hmm. kind of work our way back east. And I'm just so excited for that. It's almost sad to be home. I yeah. just want to get back out and make more music. Ballyhoo's another one that has awesome stage presence. You, I mean, you talk about the hip abduction with their energy they have on stage. And Ballyhoo's another one. I saw them for the first time. Um, I lived in Charlotte for a couple months, and I saw them. They were okay. for, for Bad Fish, and it was, it was probably the best show I've seen. Oh, yeah, both of those bands are incredible to see live. How much are you, like, able to learn from these bands just from, you know, just being learn little tricks on the road, um, like, from stage presence and even just music in general? Um, I think so much because I think other artists, like, see littler bands, like, we are trying to come up and they just want to support you, especially if they're agreeing to take you on tour, right? Mm -hmm. they're, that's in itself, like, such support that does wonders for a little band. So um, they do seem to be everyone that we've gotten to open for, whether it was Brett Bollinger at Guanabana's or, you know, doing this past run with the hip abduction. Um, everybody's just been so awesome, whether it's how they run their stage show and what kind of gear they bring with them and, you know, how they make things work on the road um, to, you know, just watching them perform and saying like, oh, man, like, I want to do that. Like, look at how they just have the crowd in the palm of their hands yeah. or you know, look at this moment was so engaging. Like, I want to build more moments like that in our show. Um, so it's really a fun thing because it just it keeps kind of evolving. And, you know, everyone seems to be really supportive and sweet. If you have questions, they answer them. And 
you kind of just like keep taking little baby steps closer to what a better show is. Mm-hmm. And uh, how do these tours come about? Like, do these bands reach out to you? Do you reach out to them? How does this whole thing come together? Um, you know, the hip abduction, um, actually, like, months ago, I had seen they posted this, like, really beautiful guitar when they were getting ready to go on their last tour. I believe it was when they were on the road with the Dirty Heads, maybe. But I just sent them a DM, and I was like, dang, like, that's a beautiful guitar. Like, I hope you guys have a good time on tour. And I think a photographer that we had worked with, um, this guy Ryan, um, out of Orlando, Ryan Noker, he had been on the road with the hip abduction and I think like brought us up. So after I sent them that DM, they sent us a message back saying like, hey, like, you know, aren't you the girl from Article? Like, would you guys want to ever go on the road with us? And obviously the answer was like a very enthusiastic yes. Um, And then we didn't hear from her for a few months. And we've recently, or not recently, but in the past year, we started working with a great management group called Ever7. And um, those guys kind of field all of our booking inquiries and they, got the offer from uh the hip abductions management and it all happened through that okay yeah i was i was always curious on how like certain bands go on tour with other bands and how it all works out but yeah it's interesting yeah there's it seems like the more i'm getting to know the reggae scene and like this whole genre in general it seems like it's just pretty tight-knit yeah and a lot of these offers just get passed around by word of mouth or just whoever you know Mm mm-hmm and um, so far, we've been lucky to get involved with like some really sweet and supportive people. Awesome. Uh, you mentioned you know you, you want to get back at it. You want to you know start making more music and that sort of thing. What's the process like for the band as far as making the music goes? Does is it a group effort? Does one person write and then everyone else kind of joins in and picks it apart, or how does that work? No, it's super collaborative actually. So um, Chris Montague, our guitar player, and I um, for the whole time EP especially since it was really my first time writing, he kind of held my hand through that process. So he would come over and um, kind of put together, like, say, like, what do you think about this chord progression on just an acoustic guitar? We'd sit in my backyard or behind his music school. And, um, you know, we'd figure out a chord progression that we'd like and kind of like a topic that we like. Um, And we'd work with that. And then we'd set a timer for an hour, actually, which I think has been one of the best things to happen to my songwriting because it's so easy to start writing a song and then say like, oh, well, I'm missing a second verse, but I'll come back to that later. And then you just end up with like a whole notebook full of, you know, songs that are mm-hmm. almost songs, but not quite ready to play out. So we did that. We'd write all the songs in under an hour. And, you know, of course, if we needed like an extra 15 minutes or whatever, we'd keep working through the song. We'd try to finish them all in one sitting. And then we would um, record them just on our iPhones on the voice memo, send them to the rest of the band and say, all right, everyone kind of put together your parts and what you see this being. Um, and then at rehearsal, we're going to kind of fill in the colors. Okay. And, um, yeah, and the first time, because I'd never written with a band before, and the first time, I think the first song we ever played together was our tune Changes. Mm-hmm. And um, that was just based on, like, me, like, having, like, going through just a lot of transitions. And um, so that song was very near and dear to me. But when we sat down in rehearsal and we all just kind of, fell in and started playing it together it was like this dream i had just like popped out off the page and came to life and it was just like such an emotional moment for me i was like oh my gosh i can't believe this like it's really cool to make music with people that you really care about and who share the same vision as you because it's just amazing what you can do so that's kind of how we do it you know chris and i sort of put the base of the song together and then the boys make it sound real pretty that's awesome yeah how long would you say does it 
you know, from the time of the first idea of making a song pops in your head till it the recorded, you know, finished project, how much time you think passes or is it just different for every single song? You know, it's different for every single song because mm-hmm. we've got a bunch of songs like in the hopper that we still haven't finished arranging. So like the songs that Chris and I have written, but that like the rest of the band hasn't filled their pieces in for yet. Or we've got a ton of songs that we've even been performing out, but we haven't recorded yet because recording costs money. And, uh, you know, we are starving artists. So um, we're just kind of waiting till we have the funds uh, in the right place that we can go and, and record a whole bunch at once. Okay, I gotcha. Um yeah it's it's funny so i race motocross um not professional or anything like that oh, no. but just like a local level and i i think i told you i had a mo- I have a motocross podcast as well and i interview these riders they're called privateers like they're not on a factory team so per se it's like they're not on a label and it, it just reminds me so much yeah. of like like musicians just hitting one show next show like one race the next race just surviving on what they can just to try and make it you know it's it's really cool to see and it, it's like the heart and soul of a sport, and it's like the heart and soul of music, too. That's very cool. I never even thought about, like, how these people have to, like, make it until they mm-hmm. get sponsored. That's very cool. Um, this is one thing that I've thought of, and it's kind of interesting me. How much does, like, Spotify and Pandora help, like, an up-and-coming band, like your band, um, in the long run? Because I feel like back in the day, it was very hard for, you know, unless you're local, it's hard to find certain bands, like... For me, I found it out about my favorite band, uh, Air. I don't know if you ever heard of them. They're not making music yeah. any- anymore. But I found them on Pandora. I think it was Slightly Stupid Radio or something. And I fell in love with them. I fell in love with their music. And they're still, like, my favorite. Uh, so how much do you think that's helped a band, an up-and-coming band, like Article Sound System? Oh, I think it's been, I think it's been wildly helpful. I mean, if anything, like, something like when we put our song out on just searching his name and being able to find us mm-hmm. because he was a feature on the song Easy Road that we did with him. I mean, that brought us a bunch of new fans and new listeners. Um, you know, we've been included on, I think we're included on like a Discover or like a release radar or something, but they def- they have all of these playlists and that's kind of like the most coveted real estate in the streaming world, yeah. you know, because if you can get on a playlist and be put before people who wouldn't normally have sought you out um that's cute so i mean and we definitely hear from people like i just got a text the other day that was like oh like my pandora was on slightly stupid radio and i just like heard one of your tunes i mean that's incredible and that wouldn't have happened just years ago you know so as inundated as the whole space is because it's so much easier for people to put music out i think that um I want to say that like people like music is so much more integrated into our life lives. Like it's not just something you don't have to like wait till you're home to put a record mm-hmm. on. You have more of a choice because you're not just listening to whatever's on the radio. So I think it's given people a lot of uh, opportunities as new bands to kind of make their name. Like if you just have a product people want to listen to, and you can figure out how to get it in front of people, then you've got a shot. You don't have to wait on like a label or yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's definitely awesome. Like like I said. I saw, I guess it was Brett Bollinger's post. He was going to Guanabanas, and you guys are opening. So, obviously, the first thing to do is go to your Instagram and then go to your Spotify. And then mm-hmm. now I'm a fan. So, it's, it's, I feel like it makes it easier to gain an audience almost. Well, thank you for being a fan. That's really nice of you, Kurt. And, yes, I mean, those opportunities are, are awesome. And, like, Instagram is huge for us, too. So, it's a good way for us mm-hmm. to get our name out there and interact with new faces. Uh, here's a question for you. Um, what's 
one band that you'd love to tour with? Like your, I guess your dream touring partner. Oh man, my dream touring partner. Oh man, there's so many people that that could be. Um, yeah, didn't mean to put you on the spot here, Logan. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. I mean, I would love to go on the road with Hyrie. I mean, right? Yeah. I would love to go on the road with Leilani Wolfram. I think she's incredible. Um, I really like Ayaterra. I love those guys. Um, I'm trying to think of who else I just like love. Who that would, I mean, there's so many, right? I, I, and honestly, like probably slightly stupid yeah. because I just grew up listening to so much slightly stupid. That was really some of my first interactions with American reggae and instead of like roots and the Caribbean stuff. So, um, yeah, I would say maybe my top pick is slightly stupid. Okay. That's, that's definitely a good one. <laughs> uh, yeah. one of my favorite bands too. So definitely a good one. Nice. What's, uh, what's been your favorite venue in Florida, uh, that you've played so far? Ooh, um, oh man, it's another tough one. Oh, that's a good question. Um, I mean, I really, I really have liked playing at Janet. We played there once before and we're getting ready to play there again. Um, in November, I think it is with Bad Fish. Yep. And that, have you been to that venue? That place is so cool. So I, I just moved to St. Pete. Uh, like six weeks ago, okay. and I think I'm gonna go see the Green. They play next Friday there, so I've, I haven't oh, been yeah, there yet, go. but I go to all the bars right around it. So it's definitely seems like a cool, a really cool venue. It'll be really nice when it's not 100 degrees too. Yeah, it'll be really nice when it's not 100 degrees. But yeah, that spot is so cool. I like playing there. I really like. We also played Captain Hiram's with Bad Fish and with Brett Bollinger, and that place is just really cool because it's right on the water. And you're like dancing in the sand, and so that's a good time as yeah. well. Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, I think more recently I've seen a bunch of people uh, start going there too. And uh, my parents live in Jupiter, so not too far. Maybe I'll check out a show there one time. Yeah, you should go. I mean, Guanabana is yeah. great. We played the Abbey. This spot in Orlando was cashed out, and that spot was awesome too. Um, I just, I just like playing. I don't really care where we play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anywhere you go, uh, I, I, I was bummed. I missed you guys. You played at uh, Mad Beach Dive Bar a couple weeks ago. I was out of town that weekend. Yes. But that's a cool little spot. Oh, I saw. Uh, that's another really yeah, cool spot. I saw Tunnel Vision there. They were really good too. Oh, that would have been so fun. I mean, that room gets rowdy. Mm -hmm. That's a cool spot. Yeah. Th yeah. I went on like a Wednesday and it was, it was nuts. Like people were hammered. It was awesome. So just middle, middle yeah, of the week, we'll they don't care. Yeah, we'll pack the people in that place. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, so, looking ahead here, five years down the road, where do you want to be, or where do you want Article Sound System to be? What's the goal? Um, I want to have put out way more music. Mm -hmm. I want to have a couple, I want to at least have one full-length album under our belt. Um, but I want way more music on, on available for listening. Um, I want to have just been touring, 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 touring. And um, I just want to be in a place where I can like provide for myself um, modestly yeah. uh, while doing what I love. And I just want to still be like making music with my four best friends. And I would love to, I would love to have it so that I could bring my dog on the road. That would, that's actually like a silly thing, but I, I have this little French bulldog mm -hmm. Uzi. And if I could get to a point where like, I knew that like I could take care of her wherever I go on the road, instead of being like, right, you're going to sit in the car now. Mm -hmm. Cause right now she stays at home. Um, that would be probably like a silly but huge milestone for me to be able to bring my dog with me on the road. She could be like the next Coco of Stick Figure. <laughs> yeah. Oh. 
I'm like that too. I'd take my dog ever with me. So I, I definitely understand that one. Right, she's in the shadow. It feels so weird when I don't have her with me. Uh, so you have this tour coming up with Ballyhoo. Uh, after that, what's what's next for Article Sound System? What do you guys have planned? Um, after that, we've got. I know we've got some shows with Bad Fish, um, and then there's other stuff, and I can't. I don't know if I'm allowed to say or not. Ooh. I don't know. I'm, I'm. I should know better, but I'm a little bit of a space cadet, and there are certain things that I don't think I'm allowed to announce yet. I got you. All right. Well, uh, where can people uh, find you guys to keep up to date with these new announcements coming up? Everyone can follow us on Instagram, and we're spelled article A-R-T-I-K-A-L, sound system. You can follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Facebook. Um, you can follow us on Spotify. And we're actually we're, we're coming out with a new music video, I think, in the next month for our song Changes, and that's super psychedelic and awesome. And um, so everyone should be keeping their eyes and ears peeled for that. Awesome. Well, hey, Logan, thank you so much for coming on. And I'm going to put you on the spot one last time. Um, for this podcast, I have the guests pick out the outro song. So what article sound system song do you want people to hear on the way out of this? Oh, man. Ah, the outro song. Um, why don't you put on time? Okay. We can, article sound system? We, yeah. We can do that. All right. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you so much, Fred. This has been really sweet. Thanks for having me on your podcast. This is awesome.
Funciona tu 